Hello, beautiful soul. So today I want to talk to you about grief and what happens when someone transitions and why do we have to care? Especially if you have abilities, because I think a lot of people don't understand how powerful they can be and why they might be attracting. Let me pull the microphone and why they might be attracting some of the deceived um, people in their family or communities that may be connected to your soul group, um, to your family line. And if you're very powerful, median, have abilities, those energies that are transitioning, those souls that are transitioning, the spirits are going to recognize you even if you haven't met them before. Even if it is in your community and they haven't met you before, the fact that you are within connected within that signature of that community and they see your light, they're going to come to you for whatever reason, whether they need help to continue the journey through the planes um, as they move out of the body, the spirits move out of the body and they die, or even after while they're still grieving themselves for the loss of their physical body and no understanding what happened, why it was time. Even when they knew that it was coming, there is still a part of the of the spirit that is confused, that is going through feeling disconnected from those that he loved. Just like we experience the grieving process, the loss of someone dying close to us, they also experience that in spirit. So when they're transitioning or they have transition and they're still confused and grieving themselves, they're going to stay, stay around and notice what frequencies are resonating with them. And whoever, especially if you have abilities, you're going to attract that frequency faster because no matter if you know in that frequency of um, grieving, lost, whatever, maybe you don't even know the person, but because you have such a bright light, they're going to see that light and going to be attracted to it. Now, if you knew these people, obviously the interaction is going to be even deeper. So it might be more profound. It might feel like you're responsible for knowing something because you knew that eventually that something was coming. Maybe you just didn't know what to do. So the person, just like we are processing the loss of someone sometimes we don't even know these people but we know wow their life is ended um you know oh my goodness we also put ourselves in those shoes if I die tomorrow and then that moment that you ask that question or that you consider that question you're now at the same frequency so you are going to be able to pick up even more uh, information about where they might be you might even see them in the astral hospitals as they're going through the healing process, you might see them in their paradise, depending on how the evolution of the soul was. So why this is important is because a lot of people don't think that the person that died continues to feel, the spirit continues to feel the different traumas, the different issues that they experience. Therefore, until they go through a healing process, they will not let that go. So sometimes what you know what you're going to notice is that some some of them, some of those spirits stay around, they stay around a little longer. And you might feel them even in your homes, you might feel them when you're sleeping, you may get a lot of dreams with them. That's 
your soul letting you know that you're in constant communication within in the astral planes. So what to do about it is a question because I think sometimes people think if I'm having all of these issues, I'm supposed to be doing something about it. And sometimes it's just a simple conversation with these spirits, souls that are confused. They're confused. They need to know that they have transition and that they need to go through their healing process. And sometimes you do have to be very straight up with them. If you're not, they're not going to get it. I have many clients that they think, you know, I feel my husband, he died, but I feel him. He comes and sleeps next to me. That means that he's very confused. Even three months later, this is happening. Even a year later, even two years later, that means that a part of your, his soul stay with you or that you prevented him from moving on because you were too in too much sorrow, too much pain that you didn't let him move on. Sometimes those contracts happen unconsciously to you, but consciously to the spirit that this is being done. So a perfect example is a person that says, you know, I feel my husband all the time. I want to date. He died five, 10 years ago, but I don't feel like I can. And therefore, whatever. When they go into their healing session, they realize that they beg a part of the husband spirit to stay with him or that the spirit of the husband decided to stay because he felt too responsible to leave this person alone because there were twin mains or something like that. When the person transition, the spirits is going through his transition process, one of the best things that you can do is to send love and compassion, healing energy to this spirit, to this soul. That is going to go a long way to ensure that the spirit, the soul knows I have moved on from that 3D reality and now I have to continue my journey to the next phase. And sometimes you have to face them when you're sleeping. If you're having a, a dream and they're coming and they're talking to you like nothing is happening, you can also tell them you have died. You're no longer here in the physical. Please continue with your healing journey. I love you. I will love you. But you have to go through your healing journey. This is what you need to do right now. And I know that can be very hard because you don't want to say goodbye. I had a client not too long ago. Her mother died. I don't remember. It was like over 15, 18 years ago. And but she died of cancer. And it was a very sad situation. And my client, when she goes into the healing session, realizes that she was the one preventing her mother from moving on fully. She begged her to stay, even though she wasn't fully aware that she did that. She was aware enough that she was the one who said, I know I did this. And she went to the full regression and saw everything played out and let her mother go in order for the mother to feel happy, to be peaceful, to feel like she could move on, that she was going to be strong enough. And this woman, um, when she saw her mother in the regression, in the healing session, she said her mother was very sad. She was very worried that she wasn't going to make it. So one of the things that we need to work with, we needed to work with her was on getting the strength to, to do what she needed to do, to be okay being alone, to walk this journey without her mother. They were obviously very attached to each other. So but there is also another part of the traumatic grief that can happen. And a lot of people don't consider this. And that is when relationships end. When a relationship is 
has ended or is going to end, there is a part of you that is hoping that it can work out. There is another part that is saying, this is done. There is no way we can make this work. So you have to consider that part of you that is hoping. Why is it hoping? What is behind that hope, that desire to make it work? Sometimes it's childhood beliefs that were given to us by our parents or grandparents, for example. We have to be loyal to each other until we die. So you only marry one person. You only give your virginity to one person. And that's the person for the rest of your life. Trust me, a lot of people come with this problem still, even at this age in 2023. So when that happens, that part of you that is hoping to make it work, even if it's a painful relationship, but at least you're going to be loyal. You're going to follow what your parents told you or your grandparents told you. And you're going to make it work because maybe you have kids with this person now. So they have to see the family unit together. <laughs> a lot of things can be happening, right? That part of you is hoping to stay true, to follow the belief, the programming that the parents, grandparents, family gave them because they want to be good with their family, because they want to be whatever they think they're going to be, whatever they believe they're going to be because of this. The other part that says, this is not working, I have to move on, is saying, I am done with this shit. I don't want anything to do with this and we have to say goodbye. But this part can be so strong that keeps you in a relationship that is no longer serving you. So that when the relationship eventually ends, because this one wins and says, that's it, we're done. This part is craving. Who do I become now that I have broken whatever I believe that I was, whatever the programming that I was given, I am losing a part of myself, the old version, right? So do I repeat the same thing because I have to try again? Or do I become someone new because I know better and I want to be happy? So grieving can happen in many different ways. We have to be very open to the grieving process is about sorrow, the lost, confusion, the trauma, the pain, the suffering, the heartache, my heart. It's like a hole. I cannot breathe. Like, who, who do I become without this person? This I trusted this person. I gave my heart to this person. And this person just said goodbye and say it's no longer working. Or you know that you are in a work environment where you are giving 110% and those people don't appreciate you. And you're thinking, I have to stay because this is where I make the most money. This is where I am the alpha, I'm the CEO, or I'm the manager or whatever. And the other part says, but this is not healthy. So now who's going to win? And then if this one wins, this part that felt worthy because of the type of job, the income, the responsibility, is going to say, wow, who am I now? if I know this. So this part is going through its grieving process. How does that affect you energetically at the spiritual level? It's because everything is energy. Anything that we talk about here, self-esteem, gaslighting, confidence, hopelessness, it's all energy. So this part that felt worthy because of the work environment, because of the business that you have, because who are you if you don't have this? Who are you if you don't do this? Who are you if you don't support your family? That person is going through a huge grieving process of the old version of who it was to get to the new version can be very painful. And that time in between, that space has to be very respected. You have to walk it with kindness, honesty to yourself, because every time that you're dishonest to yourself, you're also losing a part of yourself in the process. It's almost like 
your whole body's energy. And every time you're disowned, every time that you are betraying yourself, you're self-sabotaging, a little tiny part of you says, goodbye, I'm going to stay here because we're going to do this anymore. So you have to learn to walk the path of grief, lost, with compassion, honesty, acceptance, because otherwise it's going to, you're just going to make it worse. So I hope through this conversation, there are several things that you needed to get. One is when you are receiving a lot of information in your dreams or visions or feeling like, I just feel something is off. And some someone dies in the family, pay attention to what side of the family is coming through because most of the time you're going to be able to identify who is it or what part of your family, the mother, the father, um, is it from childhood? Is it, there are going to be clues within your dreams, visions, or feelings that are going to give you the key if you're able to sit down and go within. When you go in, you're going to get all the clues that you need. You need to develop that skill if you if you don't know how to do that. But if you're median and you have those abilities, you're going to be able to pick up a lot of information that can be very traumatizing. So also there is a part of you that says, can I do this? And, and why is this happening to me? What am I supposed to do with this? And that is another question for another day because that can go, I mean, some of those answers can be in past lives, feeling responsible, feeling guilty. Sometimes it's just so you know that you can help the spirit. But if you're in your ego, you're going to think, I got to call the family. I got to do this. I got to do that. Or maybe you know that there is an accident coming and you're supposed to say something, but you don't because you don't trust yourself. And then something happens and you feel responsible. So all of these things can come to a lot of different reasons why you might be behaving in the way that you're behaving and why you're not or are activating your gifts. For what purpose? Is it for ego? Is it to help? Is it past life experiences controlling your ego and situations or is a childhood trauma, whatever it may be, whatever, what, whatever point you are in, just know that everything is happening for you. So how do you walk this path of being a supernatural being right here, right now in the most compassionate, loving, kind way for yourself is the key. I'm going to leave it here for now and I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you.